But the main goal is to make sure mm-hmm. hope is available to every woman. Forgiveness is available to every woman. A new beginning is available to every woman. But most importantly, that we point them toward Jesus, who is their Savior. And there's a great life prepared for them prior to their own birth. And remind them that their, that, that their today is not their tomorrow. And that tomorrow can be great. All if they just reach their hand toward God in a way that helps, you know, help us to become the people that God created us to be. Welcome to this edition of Mid-South Viewpoint. Hi, I'm Byron Tyler. Glad to have you here today as we talk to some ladies that are in the studio. Also via phone, Ellen Olford is the Director of Women's Ministry at Central Church. Ellen, thanks for coming today. It's an honor to be here always with you. We're talking about this event. She loves out loud. Absolutely. We have something uh, very special to share with you today about She Loves Out Loud. Back up and introduce our guest. First of all, we got uh, Bridget Turner. She is the First Lady of Mississippi Boulevard Christian Church. I was telling her 36 years ago this May. I actually, 37 years ago this May, <laughs> May 5th, I was married in the sanctuary because it was formerly Bellevue Baptist Church with Pastor Adrian Rogers, but Pastor Jason Turner who's actually been on this program, Mid-South Viewpoint. Bridget, good to have you. I'm happy to be here. Tell me about the Turner home. What's the newest thing happening right now? Oh, the newest thing happening in our home is basketball. So our home is filled with a lot of action. We have a six-year-old turning seven on Sunday and a five-year-old going on 15. And my soon-to-be seven-year-old is excited about his basketball season. And my five-year-old is excited about dance, and they keep us busy. <laughs> That's at that prime time. Now, I know Ellen and I both are, are past that. Our, our, I know her girls are, you know, even past college and moving into the professional world. I'm a granddad now, you know, so I've kind of moved into a, a new realm of, of life. I'll tell you what, there's something about those formative years with those children. It's really a gift from God, isn't it? It is. Amen. Yeah. It is. And we're enjoying it. We understand when, when, when the Bible says that children are a gift from the Lord and we are taking each day and enjoying it. They're growing up quickly and starting to ask some really relevant, important questions. My son asked me, I told you he's in basketball. He said, Mom, why did that happen to Kobe Bryant? And I said, well, some things happen that we'll never understand. He said, but heaven's a good place, right? And I said, oh, it's a great place. Yes, it is. Yeah, I remember that song we sang as kids. Heaven is a wonderful place filled with his glory and grace. I want to see my Savior's face. Heaven, heaven is, is a, a wonderful one. place. That's yes. right. Well, we also want to welcome via the telephone right now, Dr. Cynthia Mitchell. She's with the Shelby County Schools. She joins us via phone right now because she's a busy lady. Dr. Mitchell, welcome to the program. Thank you. Thank you for having us on today. Give us some background of your family. What's new in the Mitchell home? Oh, wow. So <laughs> we would start with a, a new addition that is eight months old who has totally reshaped and changed our life. And he's a living testimony by the day, um, you know, and just uh, uh, watching God do amazing things, uh, not just in our home and in our life, but being able to live out ministry every day. You know, it's truly a blessing. You have been with the Shelby County Schools in your position now for how long? 23 years. Thank you so much. Thank you for investing in our young people, in our future, for our kids. Well, ladies, as I mentioned, this event coming, this is a nationwide event. This isn't secluded to the Memphis market. I mean, this is going nationwide. And, of course, via the World Wide Web and through Facebook streaming, it's going to be seen worldwide. Any lady or man can tune in and watch this event that's going to take place and I kind of want to lay a foundation here and really talk about the need for this event. Why you feel it's important that ladies are coming together 
primarily to pray, to meet each other where they are in full acceptance, loving, caring, laying aside any kind of prejudice, any kind of wall. And, and maybe those walls will be broken during this time. Again, uh, this is going to be taking place here in Memphis at Bellevue Baptist Church. And the date again, Ellen? February the 15th. February 15th. That Saturday between 11 and 3 is where we want folks to join us at Bellevue Baptist. Dr. Mitchell, let's start with you. Why do you feel like this event at Bellevue is so important? She loves out loud. Well, I have to take you back to the genesis of the purpose. It was actually a deathbed wish of a prayer warrior to Diane Stack. And Diane was inspired to ask a group of women to come to D.C. uh, several months ago just to think about what we can do. Initially, there was an opportunity because, you know, there was the – that the National Women's March in 2017. And what happened was you saw an exposure of women who had been hurt. But they had, they were able to express where they were, but there weren't any answers beyond their hurt. Mm. And so what she did, there were 10 of us that went to D.C. and sat in a room and just brainstormed on how, you know, God could best get the glory in the healing of women. And from that to this has spiraled into a national movement where there's a theme around, uh, loving and healing for marriage, around family, praying for children, around freedom through praying for military spouses, around um, appreciating life, you know, around praying for abortion survivors and foster parents and adoptive parents, giving hope to those who were sufferers or, you know, survivors of abuse and sex trafficking, around victory over depression, and finally Memphis' theme around race relations. So there was a tremendous opportunity for the hearts of women uh, who are crying out in prayer to cover this country and be the solution. Uh, yeah. you know, it's almost like an Esther-like movement. And for such a time as this, he's called us to think beyond ourselves to reach out to our sisters. Bridget, do you see this gap between trauma and triumph, between anger and peace, between bitterness and forgiveness, maybe even with the ladies that you minister to through your ministry at the Boulevard? I believe there is a gap. And The one way to heal that gap, that division, is to give them hope. And the way to unleash that hope and that power is through prayer. We know that prayer changes things. And we also know that God has called us to humble ourselves and pray, to put aside our prejudice, being prejudiced or our ideologies, and just pray and call out to God. Because when we pray and call out to God, something meaningful will happen. And it's by no chance that Memphis was assigned race relations. We have yet to heal from April 4th of 1968. But when these women get together, something happens when women get together. (laughs) You know, no no shade to the men, but when women gather, God hears our prayers. I I know that because I actually stepped into an event more than 12 years ago now. 10 years ago. 10 years ago. Redemption 2009, 11 years ago. Okay, 11 years ago when this lady mobilized and energized cross-denomination racial lines of women, some 10,000 women at the Cook Convention Center. I stepped in because of the media. I just saw the presence of God all over that. Mm -hmm. And I saw actually the men of many of these ladies, Pastor Steve Gaines was one, and leading men around circling the building in prayer and reading scripture and just believing God to work and move on the hearts of these women, which he did. Ellen, because of that, that formed some incredible relationships that if you hadn't stepped out and the women who had to organize this event hadn't stepped out in faith and trusted God for, there could still be barriers and walls up. 
Absolutely. And as we join together now for this event, it's with the same calling as we partner together across racial lines to honor one another above ourselves to say we're going to love well. We're going to pray huge prayers for God to work in powerful way of healing and and building friendships that that mark us for the cause of Christ. So there, you know, one of the things Bridget was just sharing and Cynthia knows this as well, is when you pray with someone, you're calling out to the one who loves us most, but you fall in love with that person you pray with. And because of that, you are partners and prayer warriors and sisters in Christ for the rest of your lives yes. to serve Memphis and this and this country. Millions of women will be praying with us on that date, February 15th, and we want people to come and join with us physically at Bellevue between 11 and 3. Be there. Or if you cannot be there, please join us online. You know, I was reading on the website, She Loves Out Loud, and I encourage our listeners to go and check out the website and see some of the speakers. We'll be kind of giving you some details in just a few minutes here. But Sheila Walsh is a lady. I remember back in my early days of Christian radio, I used to play Sheila's music on the air. You know, I had some favorite songs that I would play. Of course, her ministry has grown into writing books, hosting television shows, but really had this burden after the anger and the bitterness oftentimes has created these marches looking for answers. Bridget, when you step into something, especially hurt and pain, it's not a pretty thing, is it? Absolutely not. Hurt and pain is something that none of us want to deal with. But we do know that um, being a Christian, we're, we're never guaranteed an easy life yeah. or that things won't be difficult. But the secret to um, being a Christian is that we are given the tools through the power of Christ Jesus to prevail. God has already won at Calvary on our behalf. We just have to live this Christian life trusting on God's word that he promised never to leave us or forsake us. So I admire people who started this movement. Um, and I admire Donna Gaines, who can't be with us here today. But she really encouraged women across Memphis to get, be a part of this movement, to help Memphis heal. Yes. And I think that's what we're looking to see God do. Dr. Mitchell, what do you see as this event starts to unfold and as you share with women, what are you hearing from them? Well, you're hearing an opportunity for them to be vulnerable and to be really honest about where they are. And you're also hearing women say it's okay to be a Christian and to hurt. It's a safe place to acknowledge that, you know, through Christ, we can be healed of anything. And, you know, if we stretch our hands to our sisters, you know, um, we'll have that support that we need to really move in the direction that we need to move as women, move in the direction we need to move as Christians, but most importantly, on behalf of our families, mm-hmm. you know, be the example and be that right. um, that leaning porch, you yes. know, because if the women, it said, one of the things that Diane always says is, you know, God is charging us to pray. And then she said she got that from Bonnet. I never had a chance to meet her. But it, you just feel her presence in this movement. And she constantly, you know, reiterates that. She said, gather the women to pray. And she said, Bonnet Bright said that over and over and over. And the fact that when women come together and pray, we see mountains move because there's a sincerity from heart to heart to breast to breast that really will move yes. this country in the direction we needed to move from, uh, you know, from people that you don't even really know or people that you've had relationships with prior to. But it's an opportunity just for us to be a better country, to be better people, to be a better community. You know, I think this environment of prayer that is going to take place where She Loves Out Loud is going to create some incredible, as you're saying, some opportunities for women to be ministered to. And you said something, Dr. Mitchell, just a second ago about being vulnerable, about being transparent. Sometimes it's hard just to 
you know, you see each other on Sunday morning briefly. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Everything's fine. You know, and everything's not fine. You don't really have the opportunity with that time window to really share all of what's happening, you know. But when you can come to a place like this and have several hours just in the presence of God through worship music, I think there's going to be some special music, right? Yes. If he's leading the worship. Effie yeah. Johnson. Effie Johnson. Yeah. Neighborhood Christian Center. Oh, my goodness. I've got a song in my computer. She was here and she just did a, an acapella. And I kept it. So every now and then when I get discouraged, I play that song, you know. So Effie has got an incredible sensitivity to the Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. and how God uses her to minister through music. And I think your daughter, Stephanie, is coming from Chicago, right? Yes, yes. She's going to be part of that team and Ginger Whitehorn and lots of great women of God. And one of the things that's exciting about this is as Cynthia and Bridget and I are are working with Donna Gaines, who is leading this, this event here in the city, is is the remembrance that Cynthia just mentioned about Vonette Bright. Vonette, on her deathbed, turned to Diane. They had spent those times together, and she said, as Cynthia just mentioned, call the women of this country to pray. You and I both knew Vonette and the powerful woman she is, and just to imagine that emotional statement to Diane Strack. And so for us to gather and do the thing that we can do is center our lives around God's Word, center our lives around prayer, and to come humbly and be and spend that evening and that day together. You know, out of all the things that the disciples ever asked Jesus to teach them was teach us to pray. You know, the prayer life of Jesus was incredible. The way he communed with the Father, and they saw something take place there in his presence when we pray and we, we worship at his feet. And when we do that together as brothers and sisters in Christ, in this case, sisters in Christ, <laughs> no men allowed. I'm sorry, guys. You guys can pray for us. Though. That's right. That's pray for us. And if you guys want to come around the building that day and pray around the building, but pray for us as we call upon God in prayer. Okay. Now, we're here on the radio right now, of course, but how is the word getting out? Well, we have contacted um, several news stations, and you will get more information on that um, probably next week, and you'll see us on some news stations and in some papers, as well as on our Facebook page. It's She Loves Out Loud 901. So there are two She Loves Out Loud Facebook pages. There is the general She Loves Out Loud Facebook page, and then there's one specific to Memphis that is consistently being updated. Okay. Maybe as we talk about some of the issues, some of the anger, the brokenness that women are facing right now that you're hearing from women, what type of anger, what is the bitterness around? could be around multiple things, but is there one thing that stands out to you as you minister to ladies that are hurting like this? Well, one of it is the pain of frustration and the sense of, in some cases, hopelessness. And hopelessness is really fed by, you know, several different sources, by situations, um, you know, by, you know, environmental concerns that they really don't have any control over or, you know, things that really are sometimes that that have occurred as a result of decisions being made. But the main goal is to make sure Mm -hmm. that hope is available to every woman. Forgiveness is available to every woman. A new beginning is available to every woman. But most importantly, that we point them toward Jesus, who is their Savior, and there's a great life prepared for them prior to their own birth and remind them that their, that, that their today is not their tomorrow and that tomorrow can be great, all if they just reach their hand toward God in a way that helps, you know, help us to become the people that God created us to be. And, you know, a, a lot of the times it's hard to say because women, are, by nature, we hold things in. And we also, in some cases, try to solve the problems of others. But just to be able to say that I can lay down my burdens 
and I could walk away from the stress or the frustrations that I've dealt with over time and be that all be all that God has called me to be. It's just it's a refreshing opportunity. In some cases, it's a fresh start. In some cases, because I think about like Donna and I think about um, Bridget and I think about Ellen and I think about us. We're all from different denominations, but the core that we have is that we believe that Jesus is the Son of God. He is our Savior, and He has redeemed us from our sins. And sometimes people just need to know that they're redeemed. And mm. redemption means that I am being pulled from where I am and being stretched to what I can be. Wow. You know, Dr. Mitchell, you said something. Today is not their tomorrow. And I was just thinking about a young mom with maybe a new baby in the house and trying to keep the diapers changed and got a, another sick child running around and trying to keep and just feel so overwhelmed. You've been there before, right? I have. I have. I have kids 20 months apart. And our prayer is we're not coming there on February 15th to fix every issue. Right. But we desire and we're praying for women to leave empowered, equipped encourage and reminded that God is still their God and that God is with them. We live in a world where there's so many different conversations going on about everything, but who's having a conversation with God? And that's what we want to do that day. Have a direct conversation with God. This isn't necessarily a a one-off fix-all, like you said, but if you can come, Ellen, and connect with some other women who are maybe walking through some of those same valleys you are and say, hey, they understand And maybe this would initiate lasting relationships beyond this date in February. Women need a personal relationship with Christ, and they need a a safe place to deal with issues and to fall in love with their Savior more deeply or to fall in love with their Savior for the first time as we pray together. They need a place of trust. And when you pray with someone and there's no agenda but Jesus and no agenda but prayer, you trust and you let down. And she can bear that burden. That sister can bear that burden with you. Bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. And we cry out to heaven for that need for for one another. Bearing each other's burdens. You know, ladies, I'm guilty of this as a man. We get so busy in our own world, doing our own thing, and we think we're doing it all for Christ. And yet there's people around us that are falling apart, you know, and they need somebody to help them carry those burdens. I agree with you. Um, we, We often get consumed with the everyday um, movement of life that we forget what it's all about. And the church is a place and should remain a place where we can come and lay it all at the altar and trust God to handle it. And one thing I admire about what Dr. Cynthia Mitchell said is we don't care what denomination you are. We don't care what race you are. We just want you to say, I'm a woman and I'm coming to pray. (laughs) Amen. Amen. Our focus is Jesus. Our focus is prayer and just come. People in the faith have been quiet about the power that we have, but we have power in prayer. And there are awesome solutions that that come just directly through us, taking the time to lock arms and say, this is what we believe, this is where we can go, and this is what we can be. Don't have to have the legacy that we were left with when Martin Luther King died. We can pick up the torch and become the prophecy of his words that occurred right here in this city. Amen. I love that. I was thinking, too, ladies, you know, the word gospel, good news in Jesus. I'm trying to remember back in my Bible college days, it's been a while, so I don't want to mess up the Greek words there, but... There's power in dynamite. You know, when you light a stick of dynamite, you light it, kapow, you know, then the power of the dynamite explodes. But when you talk about the gospel, the power there is not like lighting a stick of dynamite. It is like a generating plant that produces this incredible amount of power, the power to change what we as humans can never change ourselves. 
which, first of all, is giving us a relationship with God through Jesus Christ from what he did on the cross. But that same power daily brings us more into his likeness, Amen. right? We closer become to him. Closer to him, too. Amen. And it's so funny. You said gospel. It was women who first bought the good news that Jesus Christ has risen. Yes. And it's going to be women in, in Memphis, Tennessee on February 15th to bring the good news that Jesus Christ has risen and he still lives and he hears our prayers. This isn't an ancient myth. I mean, this is God alive right now in our lives. Gathering thousands and thousands of women at Bellevue and millions of women across this country, God delights to hear our voices as we pray. And when we gather together, he hears and answers. And he's going to do amazing things. And we want people to come. It's a free event. Just come. Just come and pray. Come and worship. Come and seek the Lord with us. The whole time between 11 and 3 on February 15th, Saturday, February 15th at Bellevue, 11 to 3, You've got Sheila Walsh, Victory Over Depression, which I understand that she has lived in some real serious depression and is finding deliverance through Jesus Christ. Carol Kent talking about praying for our kids. And then Claire Colwell is a abortion survivor. Your good friend Priscilla Shire. Talk about some of the other speakers. Every city, six cities across our nation that are going to be involved in those sites, there's a key speaker for each site. And for in a subject for each of those cities, and that helps to meet the needs of so many different women, whether it's abortion or fostering children or sex trafficking, uh, racial unity. Those are things that we will cover. And so we want to get people to come to a site. If you're hearing us and you're near Charlotte or you're hearing us and you're near um, other areas of the country like L.A., please go. Go to one of the sites and here in the Memphis area, our region, come to Bellevue or go online and be a part of this. Please come, though. Please come to Bellevue. Now, do you need to register? There's no, there's no cost, though, right? No cost. Should you register? Well, you can go to our event. Is it on Eventbrite? Yes. Yes, it's on our Eventbrite page. And just say that you plan on attending, right. but you don't have to register. There is no cost. We just want you to come. And if yeah. you can't make it, and we understand that there are situations where you can't make it, you may have to work, join us that day on Facebook and join us that day in prayer. And I would say even if you can only come for a period of that time, you might not be able to make the entire 11 to 3, but if you could come maybe for an hour or two, great if you can stay the whole time. Please, as you mentioned, pray. And you won't regret if you show up. We want to do one thing. We want to glorify Jesus Christ and horrify the devil that day to let the devil know he is on notice that we are having a conversation with God. You know, I just heard Adrian Rogers say this morning, out of all the things, you know, the devil doesn't mind you going to church. And the devil doesn't mind you singing songs about Jesus. The thing the devil does not like us doing is prayer. Does he, Dr. Mitchell? Oh, not at all. Because you really tap into uh, an intimate, deep relationship where God hears the cries of his children and he makes a difference. He tries to distract us by events or distract us. But if we stay focused on God, utilizing prayer, that is the ultimate weapon (laughs) that is undefeatable. That's one of our weapon tools, right? Absolutely. we got to take on the armor, the full armor, right? Absolutely. And prayer's part of that. Well, ladies, this has been great. Again, friend, don't forget, She Loves Out Loud, the prayer movement for all women, no matter where you are in life right now. Listen, you might be listening to us right now, and you're in a dark valley. You're very discouraged. You feel overly defeated. We're praying that God will just move in your heart right now. Come and join other women who are facing similar battles that you are. Be encouraged through the worship, through the words that are shared, through the prayer. 
And testimonies. And testimonies. Thank you, Bridget, because they overcame by the testimony in the blood of the Lamb, right? Absolutely. Order your testimony in the... Amen. <laughs> so testimonies are powerful. You'll hear some. And so please join a million women in prayer across America. Be part of that. Hey, I'd be great to see here in Memphis have more ladies than any place else, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. We want to fill that sanctuary. Special thanks to Donna Gaines and her hard work along with these ladies and others who are helping to organize. She loves Out Loud. Donna, as you mentioned, wanted to be here today, but uh, she's having a special time with her dad. So God bless uh, their family. But again, the free live stream is part of that, 11 to 3. So you can go to Facebook, as you mentioned. She loves out loud and put 901 after that for our local feed. You can get information about things that are happening. Will there also be things posted past this date so women can be involved with? Do you think there will be locally maybe prayer gatherings? Absolutely. We have been praying. We forgot to mention this, and I know we have to go. We have been praying since August. Donna called us together in August. Um, and every month, we have been going to different churches around this city the f- second Monday of the month, and we've been praying. So this isn't just a movement that's that's going to happen on February 15th. We've been praying before February 15th, and I can guarantee you with Ellen Olford and Donna and Cynthia involved, we are going to continue to pray. Tonight we have a prayer call. We are also doing prayer calls to prepare for that event, and I can will post send you that number. There's a free the number that Carol Lee and I often use for prayer. Can you post that on the She Loves Out Loud Facebook? She Loves Us. Uh, we will do that. Okay. And so tonight it'll be at 830. There'll be a prayer call from 830 till 9 here in this area, Central Standard Time. And people can call in on our prayer call tonight and pray with other women as we pray for this event. Okay, Dr. Mitchell. Quickly. And then what the amazing part you asked was this a one-time event. So we have a weekly call with the national team of advisors. And we were most excited when we got a reach from South Africa. Oh, my. And around the world who want to participate. So the question, the answer to that question is this is the first year. This is the inaugural year. So there'll be more to come. And it's gone from nationwide to international. This is exciting. Ladies, thank you so much for what each of you are doing for Christ's kingdom and helping to touch women's hearts through prayer. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you. She Loves Out Loud is the event February 15th from 11 until 3 at Bellevue Baptist Church. Go to the website, sheloveslouloud.org, and also that Facebook page, She Loves Out Loud. 901 at the end for the Memphis details. Thanks so much for listening. I'm Byron Tyler, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.